You're listening to the B-Side Podcast on Brick Radio. If you like what you hear or think there's an artist or band we should have in the studio, let us know in the comments. Otherwise, sit back, relax, tune in, and turn on. Hello and welcome to B-Side, your source for the sweet new sounds of Kings County. American music has a rich history of cross-pollination and pretty much every band out there borrows a bit here and there from different musical traditions. Tonight's act is no different, combining genres like country, rock, folk, and blues to create a sound they like to refer to as Cosmic Americana. Brooklyn's Wilder Maker is a songwriting project of multi-instrumentalist and composer Gabe Bierenbaum, and they have graced some pretty major stages, including Bonnaroo, Jazz Fest, and the Boston Museum of Fine Arts, just to name a few. I'm your host, Rachel Pasden, and I'm thrilled to welcome them and you, so stay tuned. Gotta start hard. Do you want to just introduce the band here? Sure. Who we have on the stage tonight? Yeah, so my name is Gabe Bernbaum. I uh, write these songs. That's Corey Todd on the bass right there. Sean Mullins on the drums. That's Adam Brisbane on lead guitar. And that's Katie Von Schleicher on keyboards, guitars, and vocals. Fantastic. How'd you guys all meet and get together and kind of? Where'd he come from? Well, What's Sean was working at a Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh, really? He was working at he a Trader Joe's. He was working at a Trader Joe's. Wow. That part is true. Okay. He, he quit for the glory of the road. Okay. Uh, yeah, he came on tour with us, basically having met us one time for about maybe five minutes. Wow. Yeah. Tired of stalking dairy. So, this so, is your band, Gabe, yeah. right? Yes. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then, who came after Gabe? Katie is the next person. Okay, and how did you guys meet? Mutual friend in Boston, yeah. Okay, um, college years? I had a practice space that where we threw shows in the basement. Our bands played together. I think I met you because I was recording a record oh, yeah. with our friend Elia, who has a studio in Boston called The Soul Shop. 
and I needed singers, and so he brought Katie uh, and this girl named Brittany in to sing on the record. So that was the first time I met Katie. Oh, Brittany. Yeah, remember her? Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I see her. she does super top-level floral yeah. arranging. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brittany. So then Katie started singing with us sometimes, and then mm -hmm. she wound up singing with us more, and eventually joining the band. Moved to New York. Moved to New York. We all moved to New York. Living the dream. Suitcase. And then, yeah, Sean joined because we were going on a long, ill-advised, crazy tour, and he was sick of Trader Joe's. We met him on a yeah. three-month tour. Our bass player found him. The yeah, bass player for that tour was a, yet a another good friend of Sean's who brought him in. Okay. And then the bass player quit halfway through the tour in California. <laughs> Rough first tour, eh? <laughs> it was a little, yeah. When was that? How many years ago? That was 2012. And then Corey is a friend of a bunch of friends of mine who went to Oberlin. He subs for Nick Jost, who usually plays bass. Okay. Short hair, long hair. That's how you tell the difference. Okay. And uh, Adam has played on recordings for us, but he's just started being more of a member of the band recently. Okay. So we're expanding, <laughs> since it's so lucrative being in a rock band. Letter of Apology. All right. How would, how do you describe? You said cosmic Americana. Like what does that mean? I believe that's what it says me? on my website. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean to you? Like if if you know you meet somebody and, and you say, oh, I'm a musician, and what? How do you describe your music? This happens to me every day, and yeah. I, I have a terrible. I don't have any good answers. I I don't it's tell tricky. people in bars cosmic Americana because it makes me sound like. Am I allowed to swear? Fill in the end of that sentence. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will. Makes me sound like a. <clears throat> like a <clears throat> I get chided a lot for not having an elevator pitch type short, succinct description for my band. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also don't really know how to do it. No one expects that. People say things like that. They're like, oh, well, no one's ever going to listen if you don't know how to immediately present it to them. Right. Well, if you had, let's say you had 
um, a few different bands that already exist throughout history that you could kind of compare what you're what you're going for. What would you say? Man. <laughs> we were talking about the Almond Brothers. He just Brothers called out before. the Almond Brothers song Jessica. Jessica. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean it's somewhere between something like Almond Brothers or Credence. And no. then Really? Uh, Fleetwood Mac is certainly there, but also like I, you know, I play in Deba Band, which is a band that plays Ethiopian music. So I spend a ton of time, like, deep in a lot of Ethiopian music, and that definitely gets into a lot of the stuff that we play. There's a lot of like more rhythmic music on the record we've worked on most recently. It's not out yet, but um, that definitely derives a lot from that. And to say like your other instrument in Debo Band is As a saxophone. saxophone. Yeah. So yeah. I definitely come to this as a saxophone player first and a guitar player second, which is funny. Interesting. As someone who's not going to play the saxophone during this set. Yeah. Yeah, I think that definitely affects my writing a lot. And I grew up listening to jazz. I mean, I think in terms of structure and form, I still think about that stuff a lot. Okay. Uh, I don't know. This is what happens every time I try to do this. Huh. You get lost That's on okay. these, these rabbit holes. I and think the cosmic part is like, because I didn't write it, I can say some jerk stuff. <laughs> but it's kind of like the existential, metaphysical, and then like the mystery of the production of songs that you love. I think a lot of people are, are like I've seen Cosmic Americana as a thing, and I think yeah. it's sort of like that Willie Nelson song, Hello Walls, and like the hello, and they're like, where are they coming from? Or that Flamingo song, I Only Have Eyes For You. Mm. I think that feels cosmic, and I think that's some part of why people use the yeah, yeah it's it's just reverb inherently, <laughs> inherently mysterious we do reverb americana <laughs> reverb co cosmic reverb americana oh, there God. we go and gave your writing all this music yes okay always i mean i mean so he says <laughs> what's the process like i mean are you what's it just appears in my uh, i have a fireplace in my apartment that's not used and just <laughs> every once in a while i wake up and there's just some sheet music there so it's the easy the way process is complicated and changes a lot um some of these songs i wrote the lyrics completely separately from the music i've done some artist residencies where i got to experiment with how I write. I don't know. When you're, when you're writing by sort of just improvising lyrics along with a melody, it's very natural to want to stick to a rhyme scheme, which is cool, but also the rhyme schemes tend to lead you to saying the same things over and over again. You want to like sort of tie everything up in a neat little, neat little ribbon and uh, say like one very punchy, succinct thing. But the world as I experience it is not really like that. It's like extremely chaotic and confusing all of the time. And I'm trying to get more towards capturing some of that. One of the songs we're gonna play later is literally about moving apartments in New York City from Ridgewood to Bushwick. Wow. And a lot of the details are pretty straight on descriptions of things that happened in a day in my life. Call it a lie. Call it a lie.
Sometimes. Oh, Let's get excited. Um, you know, I'd love to hear a little bit about the Saddle Creek series that you guys were working on. Yeah, Saddle Creek is an independent record label out of originally out of Omaha, now based in LA, and uh, they released just are releasing a great record by a band called Big Thief, who are friends of ours. They put out Sam Abion's record. And they made their name about ten-ish years ago, putting out Bright Eyes records and a lot of uh, classic early indie rock. They're having a sort of renaissance right now, and they're putting out some great records, but there's more bands they would like to work with. Mm -hmm. So they started a series called Document to sort of explore more regional scenes. They put out uh, seven inch with a song, New Streets, that we just played on it. Mm. Uh, we represent Brooklyn in this series. They're putting one out with Palehound. Uh, Hand Habits is doing one. The band Posse from Seattle was the first release. And so they're picking like a, a band per city? Yeah, I don't know exactly the limitations on the project, but um, yeah, basically it's all supposed to be like, supposed to represent regionality. So we the, we did New Streets, that song we just played, since it's so <laughs> rooted in Brooklyn. The whole song is roving around Brooklyn. And, and what's next in terms of like, what else you're putting out? I don't honestly know. Uh, we have a lot of music. We have a record that is, we're trying to figure out the process of getting it out to the world. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we have so much music. Uh, we're just trying to figure out the best way to get it out to the, the hungry mm, ears the of masses. Americans. have been here most of you have been here for you know over five years and living in Brooklyn and living in the music scene and mm -hmm. I'm just kind of curious as musicians what do you think of Brooklyn as a place for musicians to be having their careers and growing and even compared to five years ago you know like where are we right now it's hard for me to speak categorically about any of that stuff really uh, I don't feel like I quite have a grasp on it um, I think it's hard everywhere yeah basically. it's hard everywhere now it was probably hard everywhere for <laughs> five or fifty five years ago yeah. it's but here and people can do it in a yeah. way that I don't see people able to do it other there are exceptions, but in general, it seems like it's easier. I feel like the, I know for a fact that the we would not have put out a single on Saddle Creek without a con connection that we made through being physically in New York and playing shows here. I think mean, that's why we're all here. I think we're all, you know, no one wants to talk about it, but we're all ambitious. We're trying to make careers for ourselves, and there's a, I mean, there's a reason we pay the New York City rent to and work in bars and all that. Thing. <laughs> Two of us were late to soundcheck because we were working jobs. Right. I also think it, you know, what's important is growing with the people that you grow with and that you know, and you can do that in a lot of different places, but once you set roots down in a place, it's very, it's difficult to just pick that up. Mm -hmm. I mean, to an extent, we, from touring, we know people in a lot of places in America, but still, I mean, I, when I think about leaving New York, which there are, you know, certainly benefits to, uh, it just seems a, sort of impossible. Like, Everyone I, I grow with as peers and collaborators, they're all here. And what have you kind of seen, like, 
when you're when you're touring, like, are there other cities that you gravitate toward? I feel like we could have a really fun time in Cincinnati and Milwaukee. Really? <laughs> those, those cities are very kind to us all the time. We always have great shows there. But I think that just has to do with the people that we've met there. And, you yeah. know, sometimes in a scene that's less large and cutthroat and aggressive than New York, like, people can be incredibly welcoming and friendly. And if you find the right person, they can basically connect you to the whole music scene in a city. It's cool. We've, when we went on that crazy tour in 2012, we met a really awesome dude in Milwaukee named Al Kramer, who just like stole our friend. And we always stay at his place. And he wears fantastic denim. He's a denim man. A whole, a lot of French. Man short shorts. He's got locks. Long curly locks of hair. I don't fully understand him. He also plays Xbox a lot. <laughs> he's an enigma, but he's he's an amazing dude. Do you feel like the crowds when you're on tour are different than crowds in Brooklyn? Yes, yeah. because we don't know them. <laughs> Besides not knowing them, I mean, just I mean, of course, well, that's that a part of it. A of like when you have shows here, you you're recognizing people in the crowd when you're performing oh, so on stage. Fun. But it's, it's, it's the same way that people don't jaywalk in Portland, Oregon. It's right. like everybody's there is like some kind of group behavior to places. Yeah. Definitely. Um, people dance sometimes in other cities. That's yeah. different from what we see in New York. Okay. No one dances in New York. Nobody's <laughs> dancing in New York. People are standing <laughs> there with shows. their arms crossed. Yeah, that's just how people, I mean, that's what I do here. I'm not blaming them for it. Being judgy. Closer to God. coming up. Not we many sure know do. about it because it hasn't been announced, but maybe we could talk about it for a sure. second. Sure. We're going to do a release celebration for our new vinyl single on Saddle Creek at Baby's All Right in Williamsburg on July 19th with Wilson. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. going to be a great night. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. And, uh, you know, it's just about that time for us to get out of here. But before we do, I want to give a hearty thanks to Wilder Maker, the makers of some wildly beautiful music. <laughs> Make sure to check out their new EP, New Streets. More info on their website at wildermaker.com. And while you're hanging out in cyberspace, why not head to Brick TV's YouTube channel where you can rewatch this and the past episodes of B-Side as well. 
Um, my name is Rachel Patterson, and it has been a pleasure communing with you this evening. Go out, see some live music this weekend, um, and all right, Wildmaker, take us out with one more song right after this. The B-Side Podcast is produced by Charlie Hoxie, Keisha Cole, Will Johnson, and Sasha Mathias. Recorded by Onel Millet and edited by Emily Bogosian. For more information on B-Side and all Brick Radio podcasts, visit brickartsmedia.org slash radio.